Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Nadia Essex, also known as the Clueless Mum. And darlings, I did it! I gave birth! If you're just joining the Clueless Mum podcast, then buckle up, because I don't have a clue what I'm doing. I survived the pregnancy, and now the real work begins. Join me as I start my journey raising my beautiful son, Ezekiel Michael, and more than ever, I need your help. Welcome to the Clueless Mum Series 2. Hello, my darlings. Welcome back to another episode of the Clueless Mum podcast. We are flying through these episodes. I cannot get over how quickly the time is passing. Um, I'm currently sitting surrounded by boxes. We are officially on the move. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to make it as less stressful or as least stressful. I'm not quite sure what the right grammar is there. You can probably hear Zeke in the background, sorry. Um, and want to make the transition moving as, as, as easy as possible. This will be my third move within, I think, a year. Twice while I was pregnant and now once with a five-month-old baby and a dog. So I'm really hoping that the next move is the one that sticks. <laughs> I can't keep packing up my shit. I mean, I've got so much crap. At least when I was pregnant, I just had all of my stuff. But now, obviously, I've got all of Zeke's stuff. And it's it's the crib and the the changing mat and the the bouncy chair and the clothes and the rompers and the nappies and there's just there's a whole extra person with a whole extra like boxes of stuff that I need to somehow work out so yeah and in a heat wave (laughs) which is pretty mental I know I'm gonna look back on this time and laugh though once we do it. I just can't wait to, you know, when you're like, I can't wait to move and be settled and just sit down, have a cup of tea, or maybe, you know, chill out and just be like, yeah, okay, we're home. There's nothing nicer. We've also, um, this last week, been sleep training. The last couple of weeks, actually, we've been sleep training. So, not last week, the week before, I must, I, I can't. You can tell how tired I am. I'm, as I'm talking to you, darlings, I'm delirious. And I'm just, you can hear it in my voice. I'm not with it at all. So I reached out to a wonderful sleeping expert. She's called uh, at Just Chill Mama on Instagram. And just basically said, look, I need your help. I, I can't, I can't cope. <laughs> it was getting like torture. I think I was sleeping like 45 minutes during the night and it was hell on earth um and so yeah so she was fabulous she gave me some great tips and I've been trying to implement them the biggest tip she gave me is to get Zeke out of the bedroom I put him down in the bedroom at 7 p.m that's when his bedtime and then he sleeps and then I do a dream feed about 10 10 30 and then I move him from the bedroom to I've got a crib in the living room I've got one of those snooze from a company called the happiest baby and it basically um automatically rocks the the crib so all the hard work's done it's phenomenal so I move him over to the 
living room crib and in the living room I've got thick curtains it's pitch black it's a lot cooler um and he goes into that crib and then sleeps there for the rest of the night and so far he is going down about 11 so to feed him about 10 30 ish goes back to sleep at 11 sleeps through till between half past two and half past three which is such a nice chunk wakes up for a feed and then sleeps through till about seven ish I mean my life has changed I have never been so happy when he was next to my bed every time he would cough or coo or or move I'd sit bolt upright I was so I don't know I just got an anxiety about it I couldn't relax having him not in the room I fall asleep and I get a good chunk of deep sleep and I am a new woman I feel invigorated I feel like I've got a new lease of life I feel like I'm definitely a better mum for sure because when I couldn't didn't have any sleep I just couldn't cope and it was like I know I just wasn't playing with him as much and sort of giving as much like attention because I was just so exhausted that I just stare into space um so yeah it's oh it's worked wonders and I don't actually it's weird because I don't want to put him in another room I want to sleep with him I want him next to me I love him and when I put him in the other room I miss him but it's so much better for my mental health and for my sleeping because I get a good, what, four hour chunk of sleep, which has changed my life. So if you are going through the four month sleep regression, if you're having trouble with sleeping, I think after the fourth trimester, you know, after those first three months where the baby's just adjusting to being outside the womb, once they get into the four or five month mark, moving him to a different crib, to a different room, changed my life. And it's the most simple of things. And you just have to not be, not selfish, because it's not selfish, but I just wanted him with me. And it was like, no, we both need a better sleep. So moved him over. And now I'm the queen of sleeping and I feel fabulous. This week has also been quite monumental because if you follow me on Instagram, you will know that I have been partaking in a diet plan. Um, It's called Do the Unthinkable and I have been doing their 12-week plan. Um, I loved my pregnancy body. I absolutely adored how I looked. I loved... I loved being pregnant in terms of how I looked. The actual feelings, I felt like crap. It was very difficult. I had a very difficult pregnancy. But for the first time in my life, I was allowed to have a big tummy. I've tried to hide my tummy my whole life. I've always, always struggled with my weight. I'm an apple shape, so I'm like round at the top and then I've got like two skinny stick legs coming down the bottom. And I've always been top heavy and I've always struggled because I just think, you know, I'm, I'm just unlucky. I don't have, I think you're allowed as a society to be bigger if you're bigger in the right places, i.e. your bottom and your thighs. Like 
thick thighs are celebrated. You know, Kim Kardashians, JLo's of the world, there are teeny tiny waists and big lower halves that our glassy figure is is seen as really attractive. So if you if you're bigger in size but you have that shape, it's almost accepted. The one shape that isn't accepted as beautiful is apple, where you have, you know, a big tummy and um, thin legs. That's, you know, it's just, there's no, you don't see our shape in the magazines. You don't see our shape much on telly. You don't see apple shapes really represented anywhere because we really are not seen as a desirable, beautiful shape. And it's a real shame um, because there are plenty of people that look like me in the world, um, but we just don't, we're not seen as beautiful, so we don't get represented. So I've really struggled with body image. And when you're pregnant, you're allowed to have a big fat tummy and it's celebrated. And so for the first time in my life, I felt comfortable in my skin that, uh, you know, I'd walk into a room. When I was first pregnant, I'd still walk into a room and suck my tummy in. And then obviously I realised there was no point because when I started showing, sucking it in doesn't matter. So it was a real enlightening path that I just felt for the first time accepted by society. I I, never felt this way in my whole life. And then I had the baby and I, I definitely didn't want to pressure myself into bouncing back that's not why I started the diet plan I had a cesarean we went into a lockdown and I really was eating extremely unhealthily I was so exhausted from looking after Zeke 24 7 with no help that I would be eating a lot of chocolate for energy so I was eating maybe like three chocolate bars a day and living on ready meals because I needed to microwave something in three minutes shovel it down my throat and then go back to like breastfeeding or whatever I was doing with Zeke like I just wasn't any time to really eat and there certainly wasn't any time to cook and the last thing I wanted to do was stand up and put ingredients together and make a dish I the thought of it was like no I'm not doing it so I ate chocolate crisps biscuits and ready meals and it was really unhealthy and when you're trying to heal from a major operation, it's the worst stuff you, you you know, you've got, you need nutrients. Your body needs to be firing on all cylinders to help you heal. And I don't think I had a piece of fruit or a vegetable for weeks. And so with Do the Unthinkable, what I liked about their plan is that it was real food. There was no shakes, no supplements, no food replacement or meal replacements. It was breakfast, lunch and dinner with three snacks and they sent it to you and either there was like um, like meal kits. So they'd send you like, if you're doing like beef massaman, for example, which was one of my favourites, I love a Thai. So they'd send you the beef strips, they'd send you this massaman sauce, they'd send you the rice and the like the onion and the the garnish and it would literally take you 10 minutes but you would be cooking something almost from fresh and I and I love that because I love cooking but I'm I've just become really lazy because I'm I'm a parent and I yeah I can't be bothered so I started 
to kind of eat better. Um, and I've lost a stone, which um, I'm very proud of. I set myself a goal of a stone and a half. And unfortunately, I've fallen short. Baby weight is... No one could have ever warned me enough of how difficult baby weight is to shift. I have yo-yo dieted my whole life. I'll put on a bit of weight and then I'll lose it. And if I eat sensibly, the weight usually falls off me. It's only when I've been eating loads of like takeaways and been really naughty that I put on weight. But then I can lose it really easily. Three months in and I'm a half a stone away from my target. So I'm not going to lie, I was a little disappointed in myself because, well, I don't like to not hit my goals. Um, you know, if I set myself a target, I like to smash it and do better, if anything. And I genuinely thought, um, you know, a stone, I think I was 10 stone to start with and, I, and about eight and a half stone pre-baby. And I thought, oh, I'll get back to pre-baby because all the excess weight is excess weight. And I, I just couldn't do it. So I'm down to just um, around the nine stone mark, which for my height is still too heavy. So I do want to lose that extra half a stone. But not right now. You know, I've done the plan. It was fantastic. I'm going to go back to it. But right now I'm moving. I'm sleep training. I'm, um, you know, just other focused on other priorities and I think I look pretty good I mean I literally had a baby five months ago so even though for a minute I was disappointed in myself I'm also extremely proud of myself that I did it and um you know in lockdown there was no you know no gyms no um you know no opportunity to like I used to when I was pregnant I would go swimming all the time um so the fact that I've kind of lost the stone during lockdown is, I, again, I think something that I should be proud of because it's not easy when you don't have access to all the equipment and, you know, the, the swimming and the gyms and the personal training and all that sort of stuff. Um, I did a lot of working out through YouTube, um, which is great because when you don't have a gym, just put on YouTube and it's free. Um, and then do the unthinkable, let me um, use their trainer once a week as well, just to do like a half an hour, like body conditioning class, um, which was great too. So yeah, so I feel my 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 whole shape has changed massively. My tummy is still my problem area. And I'm, I'm kind of just going to have to learn to accept it because my body's never going to go back to how it looked before and I'm not going to lie I've spent a couple of nights crying over that it's an end of an era like old Nadia is officially gone she's gone and that's that's a that's a hard pill to swallow that she's gone and I can't I'm never going to look like her again and I'm never going to have the same life as her again and she's she's gone and she she's over um in the same vein, you know, I wouldn't change it for the world. I'm obsessed with being a mum and I, yeah, I have a mum tum, but it made, it, it kept my baby safe 
and it kept me safe. And then, you know, he's now here and he's worth every second of lack of sleep. He's worth every minute of feeling crap about myself and then picking myself back up again. Um, And yeah, he makes it all worthwhile. Thank God. Because I tell you what, if you had a baby and they didn't do that, oh gosh, it would be difficult. So it's it's worth it the the prize at the end is worth the sacrifice um and i'm feeling good you know i'm a stone lighter that's a hell of a lot of weight so i'm proud of myself and long may it continue um because i'm on the right journey i'm on the right track now which you know i always say let's focus on progress instead of perfection because progress is winning so I did an episode a couple of weeks back focusing on my mental health and I just wanted to take a couple of minutes to say thank you because the messages that I received of support from women and men um just sending so much positivity and good vibes and love and strength and good wishes just blew my mind it really is a wonderful community that we have here the 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 Clueless Mum community is something that I'm extremely proud of. I love you guys to the, the ends of the earth. We are, we're such a supportive family and um, it, it just, any time that I feel a little bit down or if I'm, I'm, you know, having a bit of a bad day, I look at your messages and I cry happy tears, which is great I mean, I'm always going to be emotional, so at least it's not sad tears. Um, But I'm feeling immeasurably better. I think the sleep has made all the difference. Um, Genuinely, I think the fact that I've been able to get a bit of sleep has helped my mental health massively. And just knowing that I'm not alone. You know, you guys have either been through the same thing or felt the same way or been supportive and empathetic and it can be quite isolating being a first-time mum when you're at home by yourself and you're looking after your child and you just don't know if what you're saying or how you're feeling is right but thanks to you guys you know I feel part of something bigger and greater and yeah I'm just really grateful to each and every one of you so thank you for listening because it really all your support just means the world and makes my heart sing thank you darlings Thank you so much for tuning in for another week. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Give me a little review. I like a five stars. Let me know what you think and I'll see you next week.